Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the broadcast my good friend and colleague, Austin Tanette. Austin is a certified practice advisor with Law Firm Success Group and a fantastic business coach in his own right. And we all call him Austin for Houston. So, Austin, welcome. Elaine, thank you so much for reaching out and, um, and uh, allowing me to participate on the, on the podcast. I'm really looking forward to our conversation here today. Me too. I am looking forward to uh, to you uh, showcasing your expertise for our attorney entrepreneur listeners. And what we're going to be doing today is something a little bit different. We actually have a podcast episode, one of our favorites that Austin and I are going to be breaking down and elaborating on because there's some really cool stuff that came out of this podcast episode. And we want to make sure that all of you have sort of unvarnished, unfiltered access to all the information. And we might even take it a couple steps beyond what you heard on the podcast. This is going to be more of a teaching type of a podcast, and I hope you all enjoy it. The full episode we're going to be breaking down today is called Leveraging Relationships with Mika Domingo. Mika Domingo is a fantastic attorney. I've known her for several years. She's a leader in her community and in her bar association, and she had some great things to say about starting her own firm. We're going to have a link to it in the show notes, so feel free to go back and listen to the entire episode You really enjoy it, particularly her story about how she got things going and started her own firm. Then she moves into talking about some really interesting things. And Austin, I'd like to bring you in on this idea of building and leveraging professional and personal networks. Tell me about how critical that is that you've seen in the attorneys you've worked with. Yeah, it's absolutely mission critical because uh, nobody buys uh, legal services just because you, you hold yourself out as an attorney. Right. Because uh, I don't know about your community, Elaine, you know, I think there's something like uh, 10,000 plus attorneys in the greater Houston area. But if, if I could, Elaine, I'd like to take one step back from that. And um, so and I, and I know this is important because I know so many attorneys who are sort of thinking about going out on their own, what they kind of struggle with or they cha- are challenged by. And Mika did an unbelievable job of really addressing it. So when she made her decision, as you recall, when she made her decision to go solo, what she did was she took an inventory first of, uh, of all the things that she liked and didn't like and that sort of thing to help her kind of focus on an area and took that same approach and then also went to her vast network and tried to figure out, who could be a resource to me? And I think it was very, it was, it was very uh, deliberate. Not who could buy from me, but who could be a resource to me as I go, as I become solo. And I think that's what people look for. Most people who are starting business practice, they look for buyers as opposed to people that can be a resource. And what tell our attorney entrepreneurs that are listening, what you mean by a resource? Because it's a really powerful point. Yeah, so I share this with you, having made every networking mistake known to mankind. So I've become expert in the in the in the area. So if you think about it, attorneys like so many other professional services firms, they operate in an ecosystem. So let's say an attorney. Let's just let's just pick on an attorney. Let's say a family law attorney, somebody that's specialty there. So so obviously, you know, people like 
CPAs, other attorneys that don't focus on that particular area. Maybe there's bankers, there's other providers, valuation people, if there's a, a business involved in it and that sort of thing. So those become our ecosystem slash resources. And so the conversations that we should be endeavoring to have with them is, hey, here's what I do. I don't do what you do, but let's find a way for us to potentially collaborate. When I find a client that does that needs your your exact professional services, would it can we exchange name? Where can I send, I send them uh, send them your way? So of course we're talking about this about a ten or fifteen thousand foot view, but that's in in essence what we're looking to do: create that that the ecosystem slash resources that we can leverage at some point in time. Yeah, one of the you know and. and- a lot of the attorneys that are listening to this podcast and just in general attorneys have heard this idea of networking before. And you know, a lot of family law attorneys or, or other attorneys also recognize that oftentimes their competition can be their best referral source because they get conflicted out or it's not exactly what they do. We're going to talk about level niche, a level three niche stuff in a future podcast. We've had a couple about that already, but there really is very few direct competitors to you. If you provide a service as an attorney, that being said, the question that always comes up that I hear over and over again, and Austin, I know you've heard this too, is, okay, well, you're asking me to go out there and network and build these relationships and all that, but how do I do that? And Mika mentioned she became a master listener to help. So Austin, tell us more about what she meant by that, how you teach that to your clients. I'm glad you asked that question, Elaine, because that that was my big takeaway. So this is there's this concept called the three levels of listening. And Mika, she nailed it perfectly in her in, in the interview you did with her. So level one, listen, just go quickly. Level one, we're just sort of listening. We're just kind of halfway present. We're just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what we're listening for is we're listening to respond, right? And so we never really truly engage unless what's, what's listening. Then there's the second uh, there's the second level of listening where we're you know we're kind of you know, you know more than halfway into the conversation. And uh, again, but we're still listening for how, you know, we're listening for content. We're also listening for, okay, how do I fit my my offering or my service in there, right? How do I get something for me, right? Then there's that third level of listening, which is preferred. And it's really, really deep. So we sort of clear our mind, clear our brain of all the chatter, and we're just present. So we're listening for that individual active listening, meaning our partner is sharing things with us, but then we're asking great open-ended questions further clarification. We have no concept that we make, we're going to be able to sell them something or get them to use our services. We're just listening for what's on their mind, what's troubling them, what's challenging them, what are they looking to do, what are their goals, what are their aspirations, and that sort of, So that third level of listening is where we as professional service providers, ideally we should all be there, but it is so difficult to get there. And she did a fabulous job of explaining that. Thanks. She did. Yeah. And she's when she's at that third level of listening. So there's no distractions. She's not trying to get a message out. She's just listening to hear what the other person is putting out there. She's listening to help them out in any way that she possibly can. And that is how you build these professional networks by listening genuinely and by trying to help. And most often, by the way, that's not going to be by providing your services. (laughs) Great point, because I mean, that's my definition, Austin's definition of a trusted advisor is that when you're bringing information, trusted advice to your ecosystem, to an individual in your ecosystem, and there may not be anything in it for you from a fee perspective. It's that deposit that we're making in the relationship account 
with that individual and or with that group. Yeah. And that, if you take nothing else away from Mika's episode, and there's a lot to take away from it, by the way, please take that with you. Austin, one of the pieces of feedback I get when people listen to Mika's episode and tell me, wow, I love Mika. I love this episode, but you know, right. And there's the dot, 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 but but you know, (laughs) she has an unbelievable network. She has connections in Hollywood and politics and all these other places. I don't have any of those things. In fact, I'm an introvert. So how am I supposed to build that kind of a network? What advice do you typically give them, Austin? So it's it's interesting, uh, the whole networking thing. Um, I've, I've, uh, I like to think I'm sort of an expert at it, or at least an expert at the process. And so I think what happens is people look at what, what she's accomplished and say, oh, if I can't do that, I'm a failure. Absolutely not. So what I tell people to take a step back, and this is whether if you're networking for in the context of your uh, profession, or maybe if you're doing it in, in job search mode or career search mode. So I tell people to take out a list uh, or create a list. And it's, yeah, the, the, the headings are family, friends, maybe church members, maybe professional associations, and then neighbors and uh, parents of your children's, uh, <laughs> of your children's friends, those kinds of things. So man, with six or seven categories, and I just say, hey, look, just write down five to 10 names under each one of those headings of people that will take your call. And that's, it's, it's just that some people will take your call, but, but what am I going to sell them? And I said, you're not selling them anything. <laughs> you're just getting on their radar. So let's say it was, let's say if it's, if it's a, you're doing some a career search when you, you're looking for a new opportunity, you call some, you call one of your kid's friends, the, the parents. Hey, it's Austin. I find myself looking for some new career opportunities and just want to know if you might, would you, would you be open to being a resource for me? Who would say no to that, to, to that request, right? Right. <laughs> 98% of the time people say, absolutely. And then you give them a very, very simple ask. Well, I don't, I don't, because people are going to say in that case, hey, send me a resume and I'll keep an, an eye out for you. No, no, okay. Yeah, I'll do that at some point in time. But I just wanted to know if you'd just be a resource for me. So if I could maybe pick up the phone, you're well-traveled. Maybe there's a company that comes up on my radar. I can ask you a few questions about it. Would you do that for me? And they say, absolutely, yes. And so very small request. Didn't take a lot of didn't take a lot of effort on from that individual to say yes to what you're trying to do. So there's a couple of things that happen there. First of all, you put yourself on their radar that hey, if something comes up, I'm going to call old Austin because he 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 made a very softball request to me, right? So so very powerful. And then the other thing is it gives you an opportunity to reconnect because because typically most of us have not had any ongoing or recent conversation with people that are on this list. But it's just a nice friction-free way to connect with people this is, and, and get them to say yes to just a really, really small ask. So that would be kind of the starting point. And it so, works for practice building as well as you know, the career search, as I, as I mentioned. So let's go back to the practice building element and let's apply that framework that you laid out, which is perfect, to someone who's looking to build their practice. So they go through the same Absolutely. thing, they make the same lists. Now the question I always get, and I know you get this too, okay, I have my list, but what do I say? Right. So the first thing you said, first thing you do is just, it's human nature. People say, because here's what I hear, and I know you've heard this a while, I I love this. Well, I'm going to call somebody that I haven't spoken to in six months, (laughs) two years, where I go, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but they're going to think I want something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) You do want something. You want to reconnect. You just want to reconnect. And I I, I always share with them, I said, here's what happens nine times out of 10. When you call them and you say, hey, 
you know, LA, it's been ages, man. I apologize for, for the length of time it's taken between our, our, our connection. And nine times out of 10, what the other person on the, on the other line will say is like, oh man, I am guilty too, Austin. I should, I, I've thought about you many times. I should have reached out to you. Then that's it. That's the segue. You said, so late, tell me, tell me what's going on in your world. What's, what's, uh, what's keeping you busy these days? You know, family, friends, questions, activities, and, and that, and that sort of thing. Very, very casual, very, very casual conversation because not a hundred percent of the time, but about 90% of the time when you enter it like that, you know, people almost feel guilty. Well, Austin, tell me about you. We've been talking about me. Exactly. What's going on in your world? <laughs> And then you have the opportunity. Well, you know, I've been you know, really making some great contributions to my former corporation and they're in the legal department and I just really enjoyed the work. I've just been called or driven to go out on my own. And I decided to make the plunge. And LA, what are you going to say? You're going to say, congratulations. Awesome. That's, been, that's fantastic. You know, you've done what you know, 98% of us, you know, only wish we could do. And then, um, and then a little bit about the practice. Here's my area of focus. And then you say, LA, you know, this is a, you know, you know, what I do is a relationship business. I'm not asking you for any help right now, but if I come across a situation or if you come across somebody that you know, might, might need some help in my specific area of practice, would you be open to the possibilities of, of passing my name along? Absolutely. Happily right. do that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I say it's simple, but it is. It's just that it's simple. simple. <laughs> it's, it's it's low stress. It's not. Hey, you know, send me somebody today. Hey, LA, get out your ro- your Rolodex or your, your your phone. I need twenty five names right now. It's nothing like that. It's just creating a conversation. And then when we get into the kind of the more formal programs, as you're well aware, LA, you know, we talk about how do we sort of create some consistency with those people that are in that network that we're that we think can help us to follow with them on a periodic basis to make sure that we've not fallen off of their radar. Perfect. And, and I also want to set some expectations here to our attorney entrepreneurs. Oftentimes I run into this where when we, when we roll this out and teach them how to do this, they seem to think that they're going to get a lot of opportunities from these conversations. They think that if they contact 10 people, they're going to get eight opportunities. And so over the years, I've gotten very specific about letting people know, look, If you talk to 10 people and you get one opportunity as a result of that, that's terrific. Like these are easy conversations, but you do have to have a lot of them. But the good news is they're fun. They're with people you know and trust. It's great to reconnect. And so it's not such a heavy lift to have those conversations. Just make sure that you don't have sky high expectations for these things. Because if you go through this exercise and you get three opportunities, those are going to lead to other things. And those, those three is a start to transforming your law firm in your book. Absolutely. Can I just share one more thing before we close out, Elaine? So my favorite term in the networking game is called the theory of weak ties. Okay. So think about your LinkedIn profile or maybe your Facebook. So your your strongest ties are those people you who you have a direct connection with. Okay. That's your level one in the LinkedIn world, that, that sort of thing. But what we've come to find out, and the research proves this out. That everybody that we know knows, you know, if you if, if you're whenever if, if it was your funeral or your kids were getting married, you probably have an invite list of 150 to 200 people, correct? And so by me connecting to you, LA, I'm also indirectly connected to the 150 to 200 people that would come to your daughter's wedding. So my relationship with those with with your 200, that's that's a weak tie. Your direct tie, a strong tie, those are weak ties. And I assure you, if you if you if you if you follow the process, you create this list under these various cate- under these various categories, 
well, let's, let's say you come up with 50. So 50 times 200, that's 10,000 people, if my math is correct. And then within that, and I assure you within that 10,000 people that you've created through this theory of weak ties, there will be all the work that you can handle if you approach it in a systematic and process-driven way. Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> Boom, baby. Great job, Austin. That was terrific. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. Again, that episode that we just broke down is leveraging relationships with Mika Domingo. It's one of our favorites. Mika's fantastic. Please check it out. Austin, thank you again. Excellent. Great to be here. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice. <music>